Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And as we go quantum today and step outside of space and time, we will be experiencing higher dimensional frequencies. The Arcturians are higher dimensional beings, and they are here assisting in this shift in consciousness, literally providing us tremendous support in raising our vibration. And my guest today transmits these frequencies, as well as frequencies from the other realms and beings that exist in the dimensions. Jean Ang is here with us back on Quantum Conversations. Jean, thank you so much for being here. Hello, Lauren. It's great to be here, and thanks again for inviting me back. It's always a, a pleasure and uh, really just a great opportunity to share with your audience and uh, with you in the conversation, uh, everything that's been going on in this sort of uh, cosmic interplay that we're all involved in. Yes, absolutely. We're going to catch up with you on that. All of our experiences with you are a transmission of frequency that really is something to be experienced. And so we're going to do that in our show today. And before we get there, though, we'll talk about that cosmic interplay. And really, the the Arcturians and the healing frequencies that you bring through and over the time that you've been opening yourself up to these frequencies, more have come to you. Advanced frequencies have come to you. And these are even from star family. And I find that exquisite. And so on a level, a higher dimensional level, share with us your impression, your witnessing of these higher dimensional beings, the Arcturians, Metatron, who are working with you to transmit this energy. Yeah, well, it's interesting just kind of looking back. And um, uh, like you said, it, uh, like I had started at a certain point um, opening myself up more, 
I guess, publicly, you could say, to the Arcturian energies and sharing that with uh, like-minded people, just perhaps giving people, even ones who I hadn't uh, contacted, maybe just through uh, exposure to emails or ads or, um, uh, you know, like our show here, uh, just the opportunity to see that someone else was also contacting um, spiritual beings, cosmic beings, and that perhaps they had been doing that, but just uh, on a personal level. But just to see that someone else was doing that kind of helps bolster their path. So uh, I started the classes back in the end of 2011, uh, beginning of 2012, basically. And what's interesting, as many people know, that was the end of a, a large 26,000-year cycle. And I remember um, there's an Aztec uh, prophecy that uh, I think it's the beginning of the, what they call the Sixth Sun uh, period, you know, starts at uh, 2012 onwards in, the, in a new cycle, and that there would be uh, a lot of uh, new uh, healing uh, techniques and modalities um, that uh, various individuals or people would download. And I think I saw that also. I mean, uh, of course, personally, that was what I experienced. But I noticed that there were a lot of uh, healers who were bringing through new techniques, probably many um, on your show. And, uh, you know, now we're kind of, you know, five or six years into that. So there's some type of reflection that we can do, a, a data of experiences that that have happened and I can share later on as we talk um, just how it's happened uh, to unfold for me, starting, you know, more at a sort of what I would say local or uh, state level uh, or country level, and then now starting to go to a few other uh, international places and just to see that there's really a universal awakening uh, to, if you want to call it cosmic consciousness, uh, openness to spiritual, other spiritual realities or parallel uh, universes or spiritual dimensions. So it's kind of beautiful to see that we're really a universal family. Yes, and this is the galactic family, the star family energy that we are connecting to through with these frequencies as well. And so just to see this here in your own life, in your own, how you started in your local area, and then you worked, I mean, I think I I found you in Sedona. That's how I learned mm-hmm. of you, and, and and you were away doing some things. And then now you're global, really. You've gone to Europe, and you just got back from Singapore, <clears throat> and you do a lot in Hawaii and other places, too. So I just want to congratulate you on your growth of this, and thank you for sharing on the awakening it is refreshing and encouraging to know that this is happening universally and it's across our planet. And so the people who are waking up now in those areas and realizing there's more to this than just waking up, going to work and doing it all over again, that spirituality is a component, uh, <clears throat> they are the next uh, way showers for people in their community. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's interesting to see um you know the different countries uh and thank you for for that um um you know I'm going to Singapore which is quite advanced as a country uh the areas um you know land for land is fairly small but really their um technology their society 
uh, is quite advanced. They've really, in the last, I would say, 50 or 60 years uh, since their inception as an independent country. Uh, it's right at the uh, southern tip of Malaysia. Um, it's not quite an island, but it's sort of at that tip of uh, Malaysia, uh, really a bit of advance. And so if any people get a chance to uh, visit there, or maybe they've already visited there, the uh, amount of Western um, Westerners visiting um, Singapore, to me, has been quite uh, um, you know, phenomenal. Uh, when I announced that I was going, a number of people who I hadn't expected um, here uh, said, you know, my brother or my sister has lived there for 10 years or I was there. So there's there's quite a, a lot of uh, crosstalk and interaction um, on a, this global level there. Uh, so in some ways, it's a gateway to the um, Asia, uh, one of them. And uh, there is quite an awakening um, there going on. And uh, I think it reflects also the sort of Asian area in terms of uh, spirituality, um, cosmic consciousness, and uh, really openness to, you know, some of the things we've been talking about, which are a bit avant-garde, I would say, uh, so-called so ET consciousness or um, interdimensional consciousness. So I uh, could probably talk more about that, but it's really quite fascinating how universal it is. Very fascinating indeed. Okay. And so here we are with you bringing forth uh, frequencies from interdimensional beings, higher dimensional beings, ETs as well. And they are here. These frequencies are here to assist us on so many ways. So explain a little bit about what is going on here, Jean. First of all, I do want to say that you were formally trained. You have a Ph.D. in neurobiology from Yale, and here you are living your life in your purpose, listening to your inner guidance fully on your journey and your path, and now transmitting these frequencies. And that together enables you to bring the frequencies into the body in a way and focus on it. So share with us a little bit about how this happened, that you came into it, and how these frequencies are really assisting in the body with the work that you're doing. Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, sort of my personal story has been interesting. I think there's some universal principles that might be um, applicable to, you know, what um, the audience or wherever people have been also uh, working on their spiritual path. I think um, the term that kind of coming to me is this kind of dynamic uh, spiritual physical tension that uh, sort of we deal with. So we're kind of here in a physical body. Uh, we have may have impulses that are either quite conscious or semi-conscious or even completely unconscious that are more from our spiritual nature, maybe our higher self. Uh, sometimes we call it our soul plan um, or just uh, these interdimensional impulses. And uh, so we're sort of trying to balance those that calling with what we're seeing here in our physical vehicle. So for me, you know, I think that was exemplified uh, through this uh, more intellectual uh, at first dynamic tension between trying to, you know, stay within academia, particularly science, uh, while also having these very strong uh, spiritual impulses, um, which kind of translated into a, a healing impulse. So, uh, you know, I was trying to resolve that by um, going into 
more traditional roles in the beginning, whether you call that biomedical science or research, where in, a, in essence it is our healing, our current modern healing um, temple, um, and, uh, you know, trying to resolve that sort of um, tension. Uh, because even though it is sort of our modern healing uh, therapy right now, you could say um, it's really focused on the physical reality all the way down to the molecular or DNA level. And that's kind of the level I was doing my research at. Um, for me, it it's sort of, uh, I think I went to the, um, as far as I perhaps needed to go uh, from a soul level, and that was to... Uh, uh, finished my PhD in neurobiology and then I did a postdoctoral fellowship on how ultrasound affects the developing brain. But it was interesting because right around that same time I started the postdoctoral fellowship, I started studying with uh, energy healers. Uh, and so that was my outlet to, you know, this impulse for healing, which really had started, you know, maybe 20 years ago in college, uh, you know, was starting to actually uh, blossom in a very um, outward way. And then after my postdoctoral fellowship, which was is kind of a completion uh, stage, either you go on to academia, like a assistant professor appointment, or you could go into uh, industry, like in pharmaceuticals. Uh, I chose to just go into full-time healing, which I think was more to natural uh, to my soul plan. And uh, that was kind of the birth or the start of kind of where um, I'm here now, probably, I think that's now about, uh, probably about a decade now, uh, in, in terms of doing the full-time healing and, and, uh, just sharing kind of on a teaching level, um, the, this merging of science and spirituality. Merging of science and spirituality, indeed. I love how you followed those spiritual impulses. Many people are feeling those impulses whether we jot them down or write them down. Now, we may not always act on them, but they're always there. And so that is wonderful that you began to go down that road. So, again, congratulations on a decade of this um, full-time healing work and for following your soul plan. Real quick here, when you were doing the DNA level research, mm -hmm. in in your heart of hearts, did you realize there's something more than just being called junk DNA? Oh, you mean the, yeah, the other DNA that scientists aren't quite sure what's going on with that? Is that what mm -hmm. you were referring to? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> Maybe for our listeners who aren't uh, <laughs> geneticists, but um, yeah, the, the junk DNA is quite interesting. That I think is a euphemism for uh, what scientists quite can't quite explain. It's probably the majority of the DNA code um, that uh, we're not quite sure, you know, what that's doing. Although there is um, hypotheses and inklings that it's um, doing some type of major regulatory um, aspect um, to, you know, what actually gets read out in, in terms of um, proteins, enzymes, and really how we show up in the physical world from our blueprint. And so, yeah, I think there's a lot that that's probably there. And it's interesting if you really look at some of the research and um, a lot of this DNA, it's um, spatial in terms of, you know, we kind of look at it sometimes as a code that you read linearly, but the DNA actually folds in a certain um, manner. 
and uh, so certain um, parts, the way they fold spatially, which then links into geometry, which could be of interest to uh, the audience or just, uh, you know, some of the things we study now in terms of spirituality uh, currently is this, you know, sacred geometry, but the how the molecule, DNA molecule folds brings in parts of that so-called junk DNA close to areas that actually are read out as proteins or the blueprint for proteins. So they think that's how they may be um, influencing um, what actually gets uh, translated or um, transcribed as proteins. So it, a lot has to do with the spatial um, folding, which is very interesting. Yes, very interesting. And even that is a part of sacred geometry. Yes, it is encoded in that enfolding. Now, let me ask you about activating our DNA. You know mm -hmm. that, you know, these energies that you bring through, especially the Arcturian healing energies and all of them actually, these frequencies are then activating our DNA. Is that accurate to say? Yeah. I mean, if we were just, um, you know, kind of coming from a more, uh, the scientific models or um, sort of realms of looking at things, uh, at least as a hypothesis, what we would, what they call that is the epiphenomena, um, epigenetics, which uh, maybe some people have um, here on the call might um, have an interest in just through some of the work of like Bruce Lipton, uh, who's a cell biologist who also then um, you know, studied a lot of um, energy healing and, and actually I think teaches a modality himself and that's the effects of more subtle influences. Of course, in traditional science right now, they don't quite have the tools to measure accurately or the models, um, the subtle energy, and that's probably why we're right now that's more at the cutting edge, although there's there are tools starting to come out that will measure this subtle energy. But the idea is that the subtle energy um, would uh, be an environmental influence, much like our diet or breathing or chemicals, but now on a subtle realm that uh, can influence um, the different factors that would turn on or turn off genes. And that then leads to the readout of uh, various proteins or not the readout of proteins, much like uh, certain genes are turned on, and that's why we have uh, brown hair and, and other genes are turned on and someone else and that's why they have blonde hair but both people have uh, both genes for both blonde and brown hair it's just that um, some are turned on and some are silent so depending on our environment uh, certain genes are turned on and now we're including these subtle energies uh, it's just that in science we would need to be able to you know prove that within their framework and so whether that comes in a dec now or in a decade or 20 years, um, you know, that would be great to see. But that's sort of our working hypothesis, um, you know, with energy healers who are familiar with the scientific model is that the subtle energy would be uh, another environmental influence that could change the expression or the non-expression of certain genes and, of course, could lead to health um, in, uh, in, in certain cases. Okay, very interesting. All right, well, thanks for sharing on that. Okay, so you, the frequencies that you bring through, uh, you've mentioned they're interdimensional, they're ET, they're higher dimensional. Um, you work with the Arcturians, you work with Metatron, Melchizedek, 
and these frequencies are being brought forth and then most of these experiences are silent. We sit and we feel this. So we are working with the subtle energy and we're going to do a little session for everyone so they can experience this too. But share a little bit more on all of the beings or, or first how you came. Did you reach out to the Arcturians or did it first seem like an energy came to you? And then talk about the other mm-hmm. beings that you, uh, the frequencies that you transmit as well. Yeah, yeah. I think as we were kind of building these models um, where eventually science might, um, you know, have the tools uh, and also the interest that's kind of probably uh, 50-50 in terms of um, both things um, coming into play. Uh, some of science or a lot of science can uh, tend to be political in terms of what actually gets focused on and um, funded. So um, so both the tools to look at subtle energy as well as the interest uh, to look at that will come into play. But uh, before we get to that point, um, or maybe we're in the midst of that, um, uh, it's good to have a model even just to understand, um, like you said, what is what are we referring to in terms of interdimensional consciousness or beings and therefore interdimensional frequencies. So I've presented this before, but I'll just go through a really quick rundown and maybe we can fill in some of these more recent um, uh, tools that we've actually been using on the online healing retreats and and shows, uh, previous shows and this one. But the one I, I like to use is called the Seven Planes of Nature. And this is just a seven-dimensional model uh, where we have the physical body and then the etheric body, which is like our chi or prana, sort of where our um, acupuncture meridians are running, which are not physical, of course, although they're uh, linked to the physical body. Um, Then after that, you have the emotional body, the mental body, uh, then these higher spiritual bodies, which um, in this model, the next one is the causal or karmic body, sort of where our cause and effects from this and other lifetimes are stored, then the spiritual body, which is more of a soul blueprint, and then finally the divine dimension, which is our non-dual dimension where we're unified in consciousness with uh, the all or the Godhead. Uh, so when you have that model, um, you know, of course, it's a little more expansive than just um, seeing only the physical world as real. You have uh, basically six other uh, dimensional states or um, planes of existence that are within us right now, uh, which are consciousness and views that we can look at. And that's really kind of where uh, we're de- looking at or discussing with these interdimensional energies and consciousness. So just to talk about the beings like the Arcturians or Melchizedek, uh, Metatron, or even just if we wanted to make it maybe more familiar to people, uh, angelic beings. So these would be um, beings independent of our consciousness that would be kind of key in the model compared to a traditional model. So we're not kind of making them up there. If we didn't exist, uh, they would still exist would be the suggestion in the model. They're existing without a physical body. Uh, they could, they could have a physical body. Um, most of the time I'm interacting with these beings, um, without the expectation that they have a physical vehicle at the time. So they could be existing, uh, let's say on the emotional, mental, uh, level, but without a, a physical body. Uh, and, uh, that's kind of where we're, I'm, or we are interacting with these consciousness. And then they're transmitting an energy or a frequency that 
will affect our um, higher dimensional bodies, whether it be, you know, all the way to the divine or spiritual or causal. Maybe more familiar consciousness would be the effect on our uh, mental or emotional or uh, etheric body. And then this could translate, if needed or directed, to a physical effect. And so, so that's the basic um, model and how the interaction with these interdimensional healing energies and beings um, would work. Thank you for explaining that. It's always so beautiful to think of it that way and to be able to wrap our head around it. And so they're non-physical beings and they transmit energies and frequencies that really do affect all of these bodies. All right. And so in the online healing retreats that we've done, those are really um, quite extensive. It's just more sessions, longer sessions that really just take us through a whole series of these frequencies and each session is about 90 minutes and they just really allow us to come back and integrate those frequencies and the the experiences that people share are it's it's very interesting to see how they're very common um and they they're they're the same there's common threads and so that's pretty interesting okay well let's experience a session here. This is where we advise everyone to settle in and uh, allow yourself to feel these frequencies. Jean, why don't you talk a little bit about this because um, it's silent. There's You're going to be silent at times and uh, this is where we can really tune in a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, our tendency in, in mind, too, is to focus, of course, on the physical dimension, whether that be um, physical sounds or, of course, our sight is, uh, for those people who have that um, capacity, uh, tends to be 70, 80 percent of what we focus on, even when we uh, imagine things. And, of course, um, uh, our uh, kinesthetic or feeling sensation through our hands or feet or skin uh, the thing about these frequencies is that they actually um, exist uh, first at the, these non-physical dimensions that I just mentioned, starting from the etheric and above. Uh, so those uh, non-physical dimensions are beyond space-time, even though they can affect our consciousness instantly. So when, uh, for example, I'll, I'll say I'm starting the Arcturian Metatron, astral device for emotional balancing. It's not that there's anything directly um, tied to my voice, uh, for example, but it's actually being transmitted directly from uh, either a higher dimensional plane or at least from the emotional mental plane directly to people's emotional or mental bodies. And then people may then uh, feel that uh, in their brain consciousness as a sensation or even an inner tone. Uh, or lights and colors in their mind's eye. But the connection was actually in a non-physical plane, uh, actually instantly when it started, um, and then it gets translated into our brain as a sensation. So um, that's kind of the model in terms of what people are feeling. Um, but you can track my voice. Uh, I do try to just tune back in and say kind of what we're doing. And then I'm usually silent to allow that transmission to occur. And what I was thinking, you know, for this maybe first exposure, uh, I'm getting sort of, um, there are a number of different uh, frequencies now, but 
um, the Arcturian Metatron. They're called Arcturian Metatron uh, devices. And this is a kind of a weave between two um, uh, classes of frequencies or beings. One is Arcturian, which is a bit cosmic or star-related, and then Metatron, which um, that being is considered an archangel who also once was incarnated as a human, um, but sort of is uh, helping us move along, particularly on the infusion of spiritual energies or light into the physical plane. So the energies you're going to feel are from these two um, beings or consciousness. And uh, they're directed to different subtle bodies. So I, what I was thinking is we can uh, experience them on two different bodies um, or two different planes. One would be first the emotional plane, which um, many of us are working just to, um, as our issues arise, or just to balance that or to strengthen that. And then the other one um, we'll use is the Arcturian Metatron physical device. Uh, and there's two frequencies for ones for rejuvenation and another one's for longevity. Okay, very beautiful. All right, Jean. Well, this is where we go quantum to experience these frequencies. So we will give you that space now. Everyone, let's enjoy. Okay, great. All right, so the first frequency we're going to use is the Arcturian Metatron uh, astral device for emotional balancing. So this is on the emotional and mental dimension of ourselves. We're beginning with the Arcturian Metatron astral device for emotional balancing. So if there is anything you are working on, on the emotional or mental dimension of yourself that you're conscious of, you can intentionally direct or ask these frequencies to work on that. And alternatively, you can just keep the intention open or quantum, meaning it will work wherever it's most needed in your system. And the frequencies work quite quickly, but will allow them to continue to channel uh, for as long as needed. continuing to channel the Arcturian Metatron astral device for emotional balancing.
And the energies are continuing to run, so we're continuing with the Arcturian Metatron astral device for emotional balancing. Now we're shifting to the Arcturian Metatron physical device for rejuvenation. So rejuvenating on a cellular DNA level, our physical vehicle. And the energies are continuing to run, so we're continuing to expose ourselves and the group to the Arcturian Metatron physical device for rejuvenation. So if you have any physical symptoms or any tiredness, lethargy, or just needing to recover on a physical level, you can set those intentions now. And alternatively, you can just allow the frequencies to work wherever they're most. Now we're running a subset of the Arcturian Metatron physical device, this time for longevity. In particular, this balances our elements in the body, the earth element, water element, fire element, and air, also the space element, and leads to a balanced physical value in our body which also translates into a long life.
We're continuing with the Arturian Metatron physical device for longevity. Great, and that is completed there. And we'll end the short session here so you can gently but firmly come back to your physical body now, moving your fingers and your toes, coming completely back to your physical body now. When you feel comfortable, you can open your eyes. And that was a bath in those frequencies, which are very subtle. And each of the series, each wave had its own expression, its own feeling. And I just love the rejuvenating one. That was very precious and almost put me to sleep. So I know others are still soaking in those. It's very interesting when we work in these bodies and then to integrate it in our life. I've had dreams personally that are, they must be clearing dreams or actually creating new timelines, but they're very, very vivid after I do this work. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, people have um, various, um, because there's an intelligence to the frequencies, depending on what, what's being used, uh, they all have a divine kind of intelligence. So I mentioned uh, you can either direct them specifically to things you're working on, or you can have them run in what I call the quantum or open fashion, going where they need to based on your own innate intelligence and the intelligence of the frequencies or energies. So sometimes people have had quite dramatic effects on the physical plane. Uh, like I know one example of uh, one woman who had come for a session uh, that I might have mentioned earlier in another talk, but um, really kind of uh, the diagnosis was acute thyroiditis. But um, I didn't really know that. She just said that she had been experiencing some lethargy. And, uh, you know, the frequencies can had quite a dramatic effect just in that one session. Um, and then later on, I didn't find out uh, until later from her, maybe three or four weeks later. And then even her physician contacted me just to, because uh, he was quite surprised with the results. So uh, it can be quite um, mm -hmm. dramatic like that or like um, uh, like you said, or it could be more internal or on the other emotional, mental plane, depending on what a person sort of needs to have uh, expressed in their body. Yes, and again, you have done so much with all of these. Um, some of the favorites we, we bring in, you know, you've done a lot with the earth frequency and um, even the dragon frequency, and you've done a lot with the brain. We did a whole master class on clarity in one of our master classes. That was really wonderful. So this is used in such a variety of ways. I think it really fortifies 
uh, one's field and allows for movement and progress. And so, again, I love that the physician contacted you because of this work. It's that merging of science and spirituality that will have more cases in point, and yours is one of them, so that's really good. Um, and I know that uh, people have asked if this helps with the brain and everything, so they really are extensive, the, the variety of how you use these frequencies. Yeah, yeah, we could um, do some more experiential um, uh, work here in, in case people want to also experience the earth regenerative energies that you mentioned. That's very good for regenerating the etheric body uh, and physical body, uh, whether that be uh, because um, one needs sort of more uh, vitality or energy or if someone is already feeling pretty good but they want sort of a boost, whether that be um, for kind of a peak performance or just to get ready for, um, you know, another surge of work or activity, uh, they can use those energies. Um, and then maybe also we can experience there are some specific uh, brain or nervous system uh, frequencies, the Arcturian neural net and the Arcturian brain balancing, and those are uh, more specific and helpful um, on the nervous system. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we can take a few questions, but first, let's go over oh, yeah. um, some of the programs that you've got. Again, in your special offer, I do have to say this is quite an exquisite special offer. The online healing retreats that we do, we have a number scheduled throughout this year, live and new ones. So just stay tuned, everyone, for our calendar. We'll send an email out on that. But, Jean, you've got your most recent one, which was the Zermatt 7. And this was, um, it was the lion being energies that came forth. And that was pretty interesting. But then you've got all of these other master classes. You don't have to go through all of them. Uh, we'll let our readers, um, our people read that, actually, and, and determine it. But all of these master classes, there's like seven master classes now and a bonus, plus some other, um, you had Mount Shasta transmissions. So all of this is, is quite a, a very nice package. So I'll just let you share on that, and then we'll go to some callers. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's quite a, a library here, which I which I think was our purpose, you know, in doing the um, online healing retreats in a systematic fashion, um, you know, maybe two or three a year. And so we've um, really amassed sort of a library for people to, you know, be able to um, pick and choose or uh, just have these frequencies um, available to them and their families or friends so they can also utilize them uh, really just to help both on a practical level, uh, like I mentioned, healing on a physical or emotional, mental or spiritual level, uh, but also probably have for, you mean, the whole package is, um, are meant to accelerate your consciousness, uh, work on your spiritual or conscious evolution uh, in a systematic way. And so you can always come back. I think what's nice about the MP3s is you can come back and you're not receiving the session like as a repeat. You're actually uh, connecting uh, using the 
recording as sort of a resonance tuner. People understand um, the idea of resonance, kind of an exchange of a, the information fields with the original um, healing information field. So you're getting really a new uh, session each time you play the um, MP3. But um, basically, if people, as they scroll down through these, uh, they can kind of look at um, uh, the title sort of carries uh, the idea for what the uh, frequency or the purposes of each package. And um, what I've tried to do in each of those, and I think uh, as we do some more specific ones here, if people are new to these energies, is um, utilize the frequencies on these different seven subtle bodies that I mentioned. So there'll be a use of the frequency usually on the physical etheric level. So if you're um, experiencing any type of symptoms or any type of physical etheric manifestations, uh, there will be a session um, with the unique frequency of that retreat uh, uh, utilized on that level. Then probably another session that will be utilized on the emotional, mental uh, dimension. And then finally, a third um, session that will be utilized on the causal, spiritual, and divine level. So it's meant to utilize each uh, unique uh, package of frequencies to develop uh, in a balanced and systematic way all your um, subtle bodies, seven subtle bodies. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they really do. And also one of the beautiful things about those programs is that the actual energetic transmissions were extracted from that program so people can tune in to just those transmissions as well. There's also the version with uh, your explanation of what's going on and people's experiences. Of course, that's helpful. But as people use these and return to them again, as you said, the next time they return to it, they're they're on that next spiral of evolution where they're receiving the whole new frequency packets and, and information. And so that helps when people can go just to those energetic transmissions from each of those sessions. And would people be able to use these as they sleep? I would I would say that sometimes these are going to put us out. What are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a, a great use, um, maybe even intentional use. Sometimes people will play them either to help them uh, fall asleep and have a deeper sleep or to play them um, uh, as they're falling asleep so that, and even uh, put a loop on it so that they're being exposed to the frequencies um, as they're, um, you know, through their, throughout their sleep. Uh, so it can be um, u- utilized in that way, and that would be uh, just fine, actually, a great way to use them. And then, of course, uh, some people are at another point in time, you might use them when you're more alert. And then you can stay conscious of the changes that are occurring. And that would be like a, a balance, kind of the complementary way to use them uh, in addition to using them for, for sleep or during sleep. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. All right. So can you talk a little bit about um, healing ancestral patterns or ancestral karma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think we had a, a session um, for that. I'm not sure if you're are seeing it somewhere um, directly, but there there is a frequency actually. Um, it's um, 
Let's see. It's actually one of the Arcturian Metatron uh, devices. Uh, it's actually the spiritual device uh, that can clear ancestral patterns. So there's kind of two ways to think of ancestral patterning. One is you have your genetic ancestry. That means um, sort of your bloodline ancestry. So if you were to talk about your uh, grandmother or great-grandfather, um, you know, in this particular incarnation, then they're part of your bloodline genetics. And, of course, we study that on a scientific level. Um, our DNA is um, a product of the a combination of um, the, our ancestors before us and what kind of culmination of that. And so we are affected by that both on a physical level as well as a subtle body level because the physical body does influence the other bodies as well as the other subtle bodies affect the physical so the use of the spiritual uh, Arcturian Metatron spiritual device uh, frequencies would also work on effects from this, I call it bloodline ancestry, um, in case you were trying to balance certain of that uh, expression out in your current life. Uh, then there's also a spiritual ancestry, meaning if you do hold a model of reincarnation or uh, that you have a subtle consciousness that continues, uh, lifetime after lifetime. It doesn't have to be lifetimes necessarily incarnated in the physical world. It could be in a another dimensional place. Uh, you may have connections. You could call it your soul family that are part of your ancestry where you're connected to, but not on a physical body level, but more on a consciousness level. And you may be influenced by those connections that were, you could say, in the past or even um, parallel or current. Uh, connections. And so the energies, these ancestral clearings could be uh, in some ways forgiving or clearing or balancing uh, influences from this more spiritual um, descent or uh, ancestry that could be influencing us now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Very helpful then. It's amazing to see that, uh, you know, the bloodline affects the so since the the dna it's in us the genetics it's in us right and that because mm -hmm. it's in the physical it's going to affect those other planes the emotional mental spiritual uh so very very interesting okay so people can work then with these frequencies to help clear that out and balance it out beautiful okay now, if I go to the phone line, some may ask you to read them, Jean, or to do a healing. Um, is that something that you would do in this space like that? Are you open for that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, usually what I do is um, kind of my emphasis, um, and people can do that, uh, and that would be great. My emphasis is to probably um, will uh, get some intuition of what frequency within the Arcturian healing method sort of, um, uh, you know, complement of frequencies that would be appropriate uh, and less about maybe giving uh, straight personal advice. But either way, maybe something will come up also. Um, yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. because we know from this group there could we, we're all so similar and that it benefits all of us. So we will go to our phone line and we'll take some questions and we'll apply it to our group. All right. So yeah. let's go here to um, 
Yvonne in Toronto. Hello, Yvonne. Hi, Jean and Loren. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. I also typed in a question. I was just wondering, Jean, um, you're fabulous, by the way. Your frequencies are amazing. Um, Is there something that you can do for all of us? Because everything is changing so quickly, and the the people like myself who want to help the planet, um, we want to work more closely with the galactic. Uh, we know they're there helping us, and I'm one that wants to help from this end, humanity and our planet. Is there something that you can take us through just for sleep time tonight to have a closer connection or something that will help us all? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the um, that request, uh, Yvonne. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I kind of hear and feel the the same kind of impulse. And uh, so, what came to mind is um, there's uh, an Arcturian frequency that's um, in basically the level seven class. It's uh, in the healing um, training. It's called the uh, Arcturian glow frequency. Actually, it puts people in a flow state. And that's always beneficial to, you know, accomplishing their spiritual mission. And and that would be helpful to actually play also, like you mentioned, uh, I could play this snippet that we're about to do um, before you sleep or while you sleep or as kind of a loop. And then uh, Lorraine also mentioned the Zermatt um, transmissions, which is actually a different, uh, I perceive them as a different class of cosmic beings. But one of their purposes is to... Uh, accelerate the evolution of uh, humanity, particularly those people who are uh, working uh, consciously on their soul plan and mission to serve the planet. So um, there's one in particular, the Zermatt 7, more on the spiritual level that would be appropriate to that, uh, the request here uh, to kind of accelerate our spiritual mission. Okay, that sound good? That sounds amazing. Thank you. Okay, great. Great. Okay. Thank you. So we're going to experience, yeah, that's great. We'll experience these two frequencies. So if people want to just relax and receive. We're starting with the Arcturian glow frequency. We're utilizing the Arcturian glow frequency, which puts you into a flow state of consciousness. Continuing with the Arcturian glow frequency.
And we're just relaxing in as the flow frequency continues to work on our seven subtle bodies. Now we're channeling the Zermatt 7 spiritual transmission to align us with our highest possibilities and our soul or spiritual mission in this lifetime. Continuing with the Zermatt 7 spiritual transmission or alignment with our highest purpose and ideals. And that completes the transmission of those two frequencies. And you can gently but firmly come back to your physical body now. When you feel comfortable, you can open your eyes. Mm. Well, I'm going to open up Yvonne's line and get her reaction to that. And others are able to share their experience, too, um, the first one, what was the first one that you did there, Gene? Before the, the Arcturian. Okay. Yeah, the glow, glow frequency. Okay, that one, um, really almost, that just put me into a really soft space. And then, of course, with the Zermatt 7, that one was very interesting, energetic, I felt. But then, towards the end, it was like almost putting me out again. It was very, very subtle, so that's amazing. Let's uh, let's hear from Yvonne. 
Yes, hi. Um, what I felt, uh, the first part was also more peaceful, but then I had tears of joy that I mm. felt. And I'm so grateful because I could just, I just feel so much love in my heart right now. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you, Yvonne. I hope everyone feels something beautiful from that. That was beautiful. Thanks so much, Yvonne, for sharing that. Yes, uh, that's what they're here to do with these frequencies, is to really open our hearts to love, more love. Thanks for sharing, Yvonne. Okay. All right. Well, let's. we have time for at least one more call. This time, let's go to uh, Tacoma, Washington, phone number ending 8271. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Linda. Hi, Linda. And uh, I've enjoyed Jean before and and, uh, actually kind of um, this last experience was just beautiful. But what happened for me or the question that came up in my mind when you opened up the possibility of questions or is that I have, it's a personal question of I have some severe fatigue and tightness in my legs and feet. And I don't know if it's ascension symptoms or if I have a physical problem that I need to deal with. I'm I'm not, I don't have clarity. I don't know if Jean could Mm -hmm. help me get clarity. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh thanks for that uh question, Linda. And uh yeah, people um have been or can and uh do experience various physical symptoms uh as their subtle bodies are transforming, so called um uh labeled the ascension symptoms that you mentioned. Uh sometimes those can also be caused by uh other things. And um when you mentioned that what we can experience here is uh also some frequencies that um, Lorraine had um, alluded to, which are the um, Arturian Earth regenerative energies. And those can help with, uh, particularly with physical uh, symptoms and revitalization, uh, even uh, increase in blood flow to different parts of the body. And uh, that would probably help uh, a lot with your uh, the tightness that you're experiencing in your feet and uh, also may give some clarity that just will can come to you in terms of whether that's something you're dealing with in terms of the acceleration in consciousness that you've been working on or if it's, uh, you know, another cause. But sometimes they're they're very closely related. Uh, mm-hmm. So what we'll do is we'll exp- – mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was just going to say we're, we're going to experience three different Earth regenerative energies that um, both for – uh, Linda's, um, uh, her legs, as well as people can utilize them in whatever way they feel, uh, their purposes while we're channeling them. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna experience, uh, three Earth regenerative energies. And, um, we're gonna start out with the, uh, Red Dragon Earth regenerative energy. So we're utilizing the red dragon earth regenerative energies now. 
Japanese work specifically on the etheric body to revitalize, uh, regenerate, and strengthen the etheric. Now we're experiencing the Arcturian Golden Naga Earth Regenerative Energy. So beginning with the Arcturian Golden Naga Earth Regenerative Energies that have a gold and very balanced flavor to them. Continuing with the Arturian Golden Naga, Earth Regenerative Energies. Finally, we're experiencing the Arcturian Cobalt Blue Earth Regenerative Energies, which have a more yin or cooling quality to the energizing of the etheric body. So we're beginning to utilize the Arcturian Cobalt Blue Earth Regenerative Energies.
continuing with the Arcturian cobalt blue earth regenerative energy. And that completes the exposure to the three Arcturian Earth regenerative energies. You can gently but firmly come back to your physical body now, moving your fingers and your toes, coming completely back to your physical body now. And when you feel comfortable, you can open your eyes. That was very, very powerful for me, Jean. I'm very grateful. I, I'm very sensitive to energy, and I, especially the first one, first and the second one, it was like I really felt the energy, and and my arms shook, my body shook, and it was like, and then it went right down into my legs, and my legs shook, and mm-hmm. uh, and the, and the in the third one, everything just quieted, but I can feel a coolness. Uh, just a a wonderful, just cool feeling in my legs, and uh, mm. a very, very powerful experience for me. It'll be it'll be fun to just experience what all that means as it unfolds further. I uh, offer my gratitude to you. Thank you. Oh, thanks, thanks, and uh, thanks for that feedback and really sits with the, the kind of the qualities of those energies, the red dragon and the golden naga tend to have a um, a stronger quality to them, particularly the red dragon one. And then um, and the golden naga is a little more balanced. And then the cobalt blue one is like kind of exactly what you described as a more uh, a calming effect, although it's still energizing the etheric body. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I'm so glad you called on me. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. Okay. Yeah. Yes, exquisite. I loved it. Um, I could feel that all around like my head, the red dragon. Mm. And the gold, mm-hmm. golden naga was almost just like a sparkly blanket, calming, balancing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, my goodness, there's more hands raised than we can get to, but I'd like to take one more question. So let's go to Holly in Cambridge. Hi, Holly. Hi. Um, Thanks for calling on me. Um, My question is, or my issue is, uh, it seems quite intractable long-term health problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want me to go into detail uh, or if that's enough. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If you if you feel comfortable, you can say one or two words. If, like if there's a certain system, uh, but if not, it's okay. Also, oh. just, yeah. Well, it's it's like a long, t- a really uh, insoluble case of Lyme with sort of really mm-hmm. severe systemic inflammation and mold. And then I'm sort of wondering if there's some sort of spiritual or karmic component as well. Um, mm-hmm. And how how long have you 
experience? Um, I well, I'm pretty sure I got Lyme in 1982. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the um, the request and uh, yeah, we, and also for kind of just uh, mentioning one or two things about the uh, specifics. There there are um, um, some uh, specific immune system uh, frequencies in the Arcturian healing method. So uh, that might be appropriate here, um, particularly with the Lyme. And then, like you mentioned, uh, if it is working also at a higher dimensional level, like a karmic or a spiritual level, we can run some frequencies to uh, balance uh, that dimension. Uh, does that sound good? That sounds wonderful. Okay, great. And uh, for you know, everyone else on the call, you can... Utilize these uh, frequencies, the immune system one, also the uh, karmic uh, one, in whatever uh, way um, you choose, either, either specifically or in an open fashion. Okay. So we're going to begin with the, it's called the Arcturian Superimmune Booster Healing Frequency. We're beginning with the Arcturian Superimmune Booster Healing Frequency, both specifically for Holly's request as well as for everyone who's listening to this call. Continuing with the Arcturian Superimmune Booster Healing Frequency. Now we're utilizing the Arcturian Metatron causal device for karmic balancing. 
continuing the exposure to the Arturian Metatron causal device for karmic balancing. And that completes the exposure of those two frequencies. You can gently but firmly come back to your physical body now, moving your fingers and your toes, coming completely back to your physical body now. When you feel comfortable, you can open your eyes. Wow, thank you for that, Jane. Amazing. Okay. These frequencies, they are so, they're subtle and potent. The super immune buster was really cool. Um, that was quite energizing for me. But then this um, karmic, the cosmic de device for karmic balance, that like, um, open my sinuses. <laughs> so anyway, that was very mm -hmm. cool. Let's check in real quick here with Holly. Um, yeah, I felt a, a, with both of them a very strong stream of energy, you know, from sort of skyward and down to, to my Kundalini channel, um, which is mm -hmm. very, um, uh, I don't know, uh, pleasant, I guess, <laughs> but also very, very powerful. So that that was amazing. Oh, great, great. And also, just a note. Um, you know, I know Lyme's disease is a bit. Uh, the immune system may um, be yeah, um, very active in a sense. So the sometimes people ask me if the immune booster uh, frequency is actually. Um, going to boost the um, immune system, but it, what it does is it balances the system as the person needs it, whatever their condition is. So in case there's like a person also on this call who's utilizing that frequency for an autoimmune disorder, it wouldn't um, create more activity in the immune system. It would more balance it out so that it wouldn't um, be uh, attacking your own system. I just wanted to note that for people who might have that question arise. Okay. Very good. Thank you, Holly. Thank you very much. That was wonderful. Yes. Yeah, thanks, Holly. Jean, that is really wonderful. Okay. Well, I just want to say that you, our listeners and our community can experience all of these frequencies and so much more. Uh, the special offer page actually has each of those master classes available for purchase uh, singly, individually in the series, or again, we've got it bundled in a very nice package so someone could really do a lot of work with these frequencies. It really is um, 
a large body of work. I think it was two years of these frequencies as they were developed. So I just want to thank you for that again. And uh, let's see, anything else you'd like to say, Jean, as we close our circle today? Oh, no, I think this has been great to uh, continue to interact with the uh, greater community to just um, exchange energy and information uh, so that people can continue on their path and uh, knowing that uh, there is a community, a greater community out there, whether, um, you know, you consciously are able to connect, which is great, but also that are in the field um, doing the same thing, supporting uh, each other, uh, through resonance, it may be silent and unknown, but it's great to know that uh, we're all um, helping each other along the way. Yes, beautiful. Well, your frequencies are felt by people all around the world, and the benefits that are shared are reported um, really interesting things on the spiritual level, emotional level, and the physical level. So it's only just a matter of time as more of the traditional current Western medical model comes in and verifies some of uh, the work that you've done as it's already beginning to happen with their patients who interface with you. So thank you for that, Jean. Keep up the good work. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. And it's great to see uh, sometimes when there, there's sort of this cutting-edge um, modalities, what you see is what hitting mainstream is things that are very helpful, but maybe 10 or 20 years ago, um, you know, weren't really looked at. So, for example, how mindfulness-based uh, stress reduction or meditation, uh, which wasn't looked by science, uh, looked at uh, seriously and in-depth 10 or 20 years ago, you know, now is quite a hot topic, both in, in science as well as business, Silicon Valley, the military. And so um, mm -hmm. we kind of push the, the front, and then uh, maybe in the middle we're, we're actually making a lot of leeway. Isn't that beautiful? I really do love that. Thank you for making the assisting in that leeway and the bridge of science and spirituality by living it and walking it in your own life. Beautiful. Jean Ang, thank you, thank you, thank you for this quantum conversation. Oh, thanks, Lauren. Thanks so much, and thanks, everyone. And again, Jean's special offer is available on this webpage, and we invite you to join us for the next online healing retreat as well. So thank you, everyone. It is now time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.